Welcome to It's Like This. My name is Laura Seifert, and I'm an author, a teacher, a speaker, but really I'm just an everyday woman who's looking to find God in everyday life. Throughout the Bible, Jesus would take profound truths like the kingdom of God. What is that? What does that even mean? And he would make these big truths accessible and understandable. And he did it by giving examples and saying things like, well, it's like this. It's like a mustard seed. And when you plant it, it grows and it blooms and it provides shade. And why would he say that? Because he's speaking to people that are farmers. So instantly it makes sense to them and they can get their minds around it. Other people would say, God, he's like a shepherd and he cares for his sheep like a good shepherd would. And that was coming from David, who was a shepherd himself. So where do we find God today? Because I'm not a shepherd and I'm not a farmer. You might be. But where do I find him? Can I find him in the grocery store aisle, my least favorite errand to run? You better believe it. Can I find him around a dinner table with a good meal and great conversation? Absolutely. So join me each week for fun conversations about finding God even when we aren't looking for him. It's like this. Welcome, guys. I'm so grateful that you're here to another episode of It's Like This. I'm Laura Seifert, and my guest today is the lovely, dear friend of mine, president of the board of directors for Yes Ministries. I could go on and on about this human. I love her dearly. We've known each other for Michelle. Michelle Biggs is my guest. How long have we known each other, Michelle? 22 years. See, this is one reason I love Michelle is that she knows all those details. I've said many times... I would trust her with my life, but it also, if I ever win the lottery, she's my first phone call. She will manage my whole estate, existence, and everything. She won't do it now, which she should, but I don't have anything to give her except for some cranky teenagers. So <laughs> that's that. But she loves them so much. Anyway, today I wanted to bring Michelle on. In a second, she'll introduce herself to you. But here's what we're talking about today. As you know, the podcast the theme, it's like this, finding God in ways we weren't even looking for him. Michelle and I have a great story of discovering God in a way we were not expecting. But Michelle, before we jump into that, tell us, give us a little bit more of who you are. Okay. Uh, my husband Grant and I were childhood sweethearts. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. I found a good one and I really dug my claws in. And you in. dug in. So th- and yeah. you had to knock out a few women probably. I mean, I think in a healthy manner, yeah, yeah a sure. little bit, sure. Mm-hmm. And now I'm raising three little grants, so I've got three boys, men, 18, 15, 10, and uh, my full-time job right now is making sure that they stay alive mm-hmm. and become productive citizens mm-hmm. um, while, yeah, not hurting each other. And I think that's the biggest thing. You're doing a phenomenal job. Ah, Michelle is one of the most capable humans you'll ever meet. And she's led our board for how many years now? You've been on the board since the very beginning. Yeah, but maybe two and a half years? Maybe so. Two and a half years-ish. Hopefully yeah. forever. Oh, that's um, but because she's a board member and now the president of a board member, when I make big decisions as the leader of Yes Ministries, I need board approval. And my Young Life kid, now she's just a few years younger than me, a mover and a shaker, Natalie Green, who will be on a podcast episode down the road, works for Africa New Life, and they are an organization based in Rwanda, and they do child sponsorships, and they help with uh, sponsorships for women. They do education, spiritual education. They do, um, they build schools and churches, and I'm not giving them full credit. We'll talk about them later. Point is, she had been trying to get me to go to Rwanda for years, 
and would call me about every year. And it was never the right timing except this year. And was it 2017? It was four years ago today. Exactly. Shut we up. Were there. No, we were there four years ago. How right amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That we're talking about that today. I know. So she called me and said, hey, I need you to come. I want you to come this summer. This is the year. Come with me. And I said, okay, let me call. I think I could do it. My kids are at a good age. I could leave them and they will not be scarred for life. Let me call Michelle. So she was my first phone call and I pitched this idea and I said, hey, this Natalie, she wants me to come. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be a great potential partnership down the road for Yes Ministries. What do you think? And what was your response, Michelle? Well, let me back it up. Back slightly. it up. Yeah, beep, beep, back it up just a bit because for years I've had this soft spot in my heart and really wanted to go to Africa. I didn't know what that looked like. I knew in my head I didn't want to move there as a missionary, but I felt God kind of doing something in me where that was something I could see in my future. So I got this call and I want you to know God met me in the shoe department of the marshals. I love it. He can be anywhere. Yes, he can. See? Yes, he so, can. So I am walking with my cart and right then I stop and I get real excited and I'm pretty sure there are a lot of goosebumps and I say, I think we'll make that happen as long as you take me with you. And that's what I needed because I was scared to do this trip by myself. And when Michelle said, as long as I go with you, I was like, okay, done. That was my green light too. And I was sitting in the parking lot of Nordstrom Rack. I don't know what that says about us. We Both can, of us. Let's table that. We'll get back to it. We'll That's get back a different, to it. different episode. What we need to point out, yeah. though, that this was less than 30 days to the departure date that Natalie had proposed. For a 10 or 11-day trip. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, our kids were, you know, they're not, they're not grown and flown the coop yet. So that was going to take a lot of maneuvering, but we were willing to do it. And then our other board member, Brianna Hansen, mm-hmm. jumped in, too, and said, I'm coming. And You're she not, did have littles. She had little littles. And she also needed to raise support to come and did it all and was on the plane with us. And the three of us trekked over to Rwanda to Kigali is where we were based. And it started a trip of exploration. And is that the right word? I think it is. What, What I think the biggest thing is I had not ever been on a mission trip at all of any kind. Oh, my goodness. So this was my first. I don't think I knew that. Yes, you did. You just I did don't them, remember details yeah, like that. Yeah, and none. Yeah. So I think what the biggest thing for me was I got over there and I thought my role, our role was going to be to minister to others. Mm. And from the time our feet hit the ground, the staff of that organization, the people we encountered, the churches we went to, the schools that we got to visit, the small children that we were able to just plate up food and hand it to, they showed me Christ in a way. Yeah. They didn't need me at all, by the way. Yeah. I was simply there to see what they were doing, what the organization was doing. And it opened my eyes to a whole new situation of serving God can look so differently mm. than we imagine here in the States. Oh, and also, I, I, I think you had the same experience. We landed and you think we're going, we're going over the pond, you know, we're going overseas. <laughs> we're leaving our comfort zones. Will this be dangerous? What will this be like? And we stepped into that country, and I have not felt a palpable peace like Mm. that. If you know much about Rwanda, you know about the genocide in 94 and years prior, and it the peace and reconciliation that's happened in that country, Michelle, it was... It's gorgeous. We found God in so many ways, but that's just one of them, was just like, it, it, it physically feels different. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I felt extremely safe. Yep. Um, And I also experienced joy in a way that was pure, a pure joy that you wouldn't 
A, experience or expect, I should say, from people that have been through what that country's been through, but then also just a joy of people that found the Lord in the dredges. Yeah. They, they found Jesus in a way that you and I will never even experience. Because we don't have to. We don't have to. Right. We don't have to. So that I got to see that just gave me eyes for something that I am so, so very grateful for. And it it really changed you. Um, both Michelle and I, you can sponsor kids and you take a kid and you spend 40 bucks a month and that gives that child education, a meal. It ensures so much for the child that the child would not otherwise have. But they also have a vibrant outreach ministry to women. One of the MOs about Rwanda and culturally is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Michelle, but I think I'm saying this simplistically but correctly, is one of the MOs is when the going gets tough, the men bail and leave. And so there are a lot of women that are destitute with children that cannot feed their children, and they have no means of making money. And so Africa New Life discovered this problem as well, not just children needing to be educated to be given a future, but women are needing to be educated as well, and they need to learn a trade so that they can provide for their kids. And so they started two schools, a cosmetology school and a sewing school. Yes. And we came in contact with them, and that was unbelievable to me. Home is where the heart is, or where the chaos is. (laughs) Jason and I moved into our home about three years ago, and I still haven't finished decorating it. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. But I do have some stuff on the walls, but I often daydream about our home. I want it to be bright and clean and a refined space but one where my family can also comfortably live. And that's where Oyster Creek Studios comes in. Oyster Creek Studios creates livable and elevated spaces for everyday life. They're a full service interior design studio furnishing homes from one room to an entire home. New construction, renovation, or a refresh just like I need. Oyster Studios has you covered. They are experts who are passionate about design and have a beautiful showroom in West University right in the heart of Houston. Learn more by visiting OysterCreekStudios.com. Well, what was great is we as a ministry, as Yes Ministries, were able to walk in and just for a day, see the the progress that these folks were making during their 12-month schooling, uh, pray with them. Every day they get Bible study, but it's not a Bible study like you and I experience. It is a movement of the Spirit on a daily basis. And they sing and they dance in a way that we will never feel free enough to do here in the States. So we were able to walk in and do that. Well, we also, in that less than 30-day time frame that um, we'd been given by Natalie to pack up and Mm -hmm. vaccinate and get Mm -hmm. on the plane, she had said, hey, not only are you going to get to see your sponsored child, but if you are interested, you can also sponsor a woman going through this program. And immediately we were like, yes, I would love to get to know someone Mm -hmm. while I'm there. I'd love to get to be their friend. So in walks, tell us, oh my goodness, this woman who, by the way, should be on the front of Vogue. She's got to be six foot tall. Six foot two or something. Gorgeous skin and just, again, that same joy and glow that you experience with people who are experiencing life change of any kind. So Varentine walks in. Can I just jump in really quickly? Let me paint a picture for these. These women that are part of the school all wear uniforms, navy blue skirts, Mm -hmm. white shirts, don't know how often they get a chance to wash them, but they walk a minimum of about seven miles to get to school. And it's around 80 degrees, 75, 80, but they're hot and they are 
sweating and they're not they're they don't have many of them don't have shoes on their feet and it's tough it's and so you look at them from a distance and you're like they didn't just walk out of Nordstrom Rack or Marshalls and many of them smell and it's just and yet you look at Veratine's eyes like Michelle is saying and there's something coming out of their eyes that is the more beautiful than any garment you could put on. Oh my gosh, I yearn to have a passion about anything, mm-hmm. probably not sewing, but anything like those women right. have about what they're learning. Right. So, in for the sake of time, I'm just going to speed this piece of it up. We get to spend a bus ride and a walk to Varentine's hut um, with her. And what we learned about her was at the time she had a three-year-old daughter. Yep. Her husband had left her, and so she was trying to raise this sweet girl on her own, but Africa New Life had provided childcare, but for whatever reason, her daughter had fallen through the cracks and they had not kind of put her in that system. So we were able to talk to folks. Well, so this was four years ago, you guys, and that was special, special time with her. We have since returned once Mm. and got to see her again. But what happened was we were sitting in a church listening to some folks talk and they decided they'd bring some success stories from Mm -hmm. the program in. So there we were in the audience. No one at Africa New Life knew the connection. Laura and I were sitting there, and in walks the goddess. What else can you call her? I'm telling you. Varentine in a full, beautiful smock. She's gorgeous. She looks like someone who's ready to teach a university class. Uh And she walks in and shares her story of brokenness and sadness and how God used Africa New Life and the sewing program to change her world. So it just continues on and on and on. And they didn't realize that connection. So we got to see her again. And that isn't a normal account. Right. And I I was standing there and I'll never forget that because Michelle was standing on a step right above me. And I just remember going, Michelle, Michelle. And when we both locked in and recognized who we were seeing, I just remember that was a discovery of God of huge proportions because I just thought, Lord, you're present everywhere, Mm. but you took this woman that was destitute, destitute, that in no way should make it, no way should still be alive. And for whatever reason, you allowed us to taste Mm. where you're walking in other parts of the world. And you gave us the sweetness of getting to see her full circle, her story full circle. And you didn't have to do that for us, Lord. But just like you said, Michelle, we've been twice now. To Africa and it has changed and marked us not because we've taken flip flops and we've not that that's I mean we're providing needs but you, my point being is we've not come over to help and be Mm-mm. to feel better about ourselves we've gone over there to see and find God and yes. we have in ways that we didn't even know to look for him and he's like let me show you what it's like to walk with Jesus all over the world amen right in in, in just the simplest form. Yes. Like, and, and how good Jesus will be, not for me, but for her, she wasn't looking for him either. Right. And she's just she's trying just, to stay alive. Yes. She's just trying to survive and keep her three-year-old daughter alive. So it, for the sake of time, I'll, I'll just circle back. But you said this full circle story for her. So her daughter ends up in the program, is going to daycare while Varentine is learning. She is really good at what she does, even so much so that now, it has now been four full years, this spring, we get this email from Africa New Life, and they're like, Michelle, look at this. And they have created a feature story about her, and if I could show all of you out there right now what it was, it was just so moving and beautiful. But the long and short of it is, is four years later, Varentina Sewing has a thriving business, and because of that thriving business, she's not just 
thriving on her own. She's taken in kids from all over the region where she lives and they call her mama and they tell her, thank you for loving me and showing me who Jesus is. And this is a woman who four years ago didn't know how she was gonna live or feed herself or her child. I remember her saying, I just don't want her to be hungry. Mm. And now they are thriving and she's taken in others. And it's just such an amazing picture. And I yearn to get back there just to say, oh, well done, but also well done. Thank you for showing all of us how to do life better. Yeah. If only I could do it that that, yeah. that well. Yeah. Well, and what I love about you, Michelle, that you will not say about yourself is Michelle is really smart financially. She's Her husband's successful. Capacity-wise, she could sponsor a million women over there maybe. But you don't take that lightly. And I think when scripture says to much that has been given, much is required. Mm -hmm. And you steward what God's given you, not just financially, but you steward um, your purpose. You steward mm -hmm. the gifts he's put in you. And so Michelle has, she sponsors a boy named Jasper over there. She sponsors women, but she does the work. You write to him, mm -hmm. you send him food at Christmas time, you know, an extra extra portion. You do the work. You've taken Corbin, your son over there, and Coleman, to your older son too, just to expose them to this. And you don't have to do that. Mm, but and we I, get to. But we get to. <laughs> we get to. And that's the thing is you see it as a get to. And so, yes, ministries will continue to partner with Africa New Life. And our dream is to go over and to film a Bible study mm, in Rwanda. And so we're hoping if you're listening to this, that you're going to come with us. Amen. That would be awesome. And Michelle, I just, I love hearing how it marked you and how you found God over there. I want to bring it back before we close. I want to hear just briefly, where have you found God in your life in the last week and you haven't been looking for him? Oh, that's a loaded question. It is loaded. Because I'd like to point out that while we're listening and filming this, it's the first, second week of summer. Oh, and I'm telling you, right? I went all out first mm -hmm. week. We mm -hmm. did a lake trip. Same. And we did the water balloons <laughs> and we sunscreened. And we and we were kind to each other. We oh, mm -hmm. that was the gist of it, mm -hmm. right there. Patience was in the room. But now I saw a um, little screenshot that a friend of mine sent to me, and it reminded me of Tom Hanks and Castaway. Now I just want off the island. Is that fair? I feel so seen and known. This is a God moment for me because I was like, I stink as a mother because we're only in week two and I'm I don't want to play cornhole anymore. I don't. I don't want to play cornhole. And I really, at this point, if anyone's out there and wants to hourly come play with my children, um, my phone, no, just kidding. <laughs> Listen, she has, to much that has been given, she would pay you handsomely. No. Let me tell you, no. I'm sorry. I'm but so how have sorry. you seen how God have I in seen this? God? No. Yeah, what, I want to hear. Well, what I would say is that it it isn't in my children, by the way. <laughs> he isn't. is. But he we're not isn't <laughs> in my children, but it's it, it is the routine. At first, I thought I didn't want to make any more lunches and I needed a break from that. And what I found is just the routine of if I wake up early enough, I had to teach myself this about four days ago, stick to what I was doing, get in your Bible, go work out. Then my personality mm -hmm. is a little bit less mm -hmm. toxic. Mm -hmm. So I've seen God this week just in him, his reminder of Michelle. Mm. This is chaos, and your home is chaos. But just pay attention to the routine of it, and then you get to do what you're meant to do. So I'm still hiring someone, still hiring someone. Yeah, but happy, happy to farm them out anytime if you if right. you guys, yeah. But anybody. in the meantime, we're going to try to stick to a routine because I think he's in the minutia. He is in the minutia. And, you know, it's so funny because I Beth said, my daughter said to me yesterday, 
Let me just recount for you the crankiness that has oozed out of you today. Just in the last, just comments that she noticed. In the mouth of babes. Right. Of just the cranky. And I was, yesterday was, I don't know if I didn't take enough hormones or what, but yes. And yeah. And she said that. And I thought, oh, oh. Do we get to like go back and like, yeah. They they won't remember that, surely. Well, listen, everybody needs a little therapy. And so she'll be, she'll get there. Mine get to choose college or therapy. Yeah. They're both equally as expensive. One will help you a little more than the other. I'm not sure. I'm not here to judge. Oh, I love yeah. you, Lola. So I love you too, Michelle. Thanks for joining me. And um, you guys, we're going to link, we'll link into the notes here, just more information about Africa New Life. And if we do a Yes Ministries trip over there, we want you to come with Amen. us. So just look for that. We are hoping that's within the next year, year and a half or so. We're really praying that in. So thanks for sharing your story. I love you, Michelle. Oh, thanks for letting me. I, can't, I don't think it's over. So I'm excited to see no. where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Where it goes. God is in I'm the grateful. details. God is in Rwanda. He's everywhere. Amen. It's like this. Okay, guys, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by Oyster Creek Studios. Oyster Creek Studios designs livable and elevated spaces for everyday life. As a full-service interior design studio, Oyster Creek Studios is ready to design one room or an entire home. New construction, renovation, or just need a refresh? Oyster Creek Studios understands what it takes to make your home the home of your dreams. A home that's life-filled, bright, clean, and refined. Some call it livable luxury, but we just call it the OCS look. Learn more at OysterCreekStudios.com or visit their showroom in West University right in the heart of Houston. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Like This. And most importantly, though, I hope that you find it helpful in your own discovery of God. If you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating and review. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Laura Seifert Yes, which is L-A-U-R-A-S-E-I-F-E-R-T-Y-E-S. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.